Yeah, just let you guys should know, I saw a drunk shirtless brat boy get hit by a car yesterday. It was fucking hilarious. This is Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary, brought to you by AdamandEve.com. Good evening. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary. One of your hosts, D. Simon. And I'm Lance Wackerly. What's up there, Wacker? Nothing. What's up with you? Oh, How was not your Labor too Day much. weekend. Uh, the Labor Day. Labor Day was uh, eventful, to say the least. You um, on vacation? Yeah, I ended up going to Chicago for a wedding. Uh, my cousin's wedding in downtown Chicago. And, um, did you hang out with any black ladies? <laughs> I did not actually hang out with any uh, black podcast fans. Mm. I wanted to, but uh, yeah, no, uh, no cavorting with the, black women solo. in the Chicago. Yeah, and you know, to be honest, I, the, the weekend, I didn't really get to hang out with much of anyone because the weekend was supposed to be you know, with my family and going to, to my cousin's wedding. So I was supposed to meet my sister, her boyfriend, Big Jerry, and my father, the rabbi, in Chicago, my, my the rabbi was paying for the hotel room and everything. So the first night, I stayed with an old buddy from college, mm-hmm. uh, our old roommate, mm-hmm. and I stayed with him the first night. The second night, you know, I was going to stay in the hotel that my my father is supposed to rent. As it turned out, my father ended up having to go to the emergency room, admitted in the hospital. He's in the hospital right now. Don't worry, Wackerly. The rabbi's fine. He's going to pull through. It's an elder problem. It's an elder problem uh, involving the prostate, which. You know, it just makes growing old seem so ominous for us men. Yeah. But, but the fact of the matter is, the prostate is an issue that affects white males, so it's something that they're going to cure, whereas like <laughs> breast cancer or like ovarian cancer, like, yeah, you know, yeah. Kills, kills a couple Sickle bitches, cell, who cares? leukemia. Yeah, but it, it's, it's an issue that affects white males. So, uh, yeah, I imagine maybe by the time we're of age that our prostate starts to explode, we're just going to take a pill and it's going to be like, oh, I feel better now. Prostate shrinkage pill? Prostate shrinkage pill. Or like a little laser would just zap it, you know, stick something in your ass like a big lighter and and then so you don't have to worry about it. Like a little taser, like an ass taser. Yeah. Anyway. Put a lot of thought into this. (laughs) Well, I was thinking about this, you know, over the weekend. So so what ended up happening is my father went to the emergency room and they didn't end up coming to Chicago. So I had to go to this family wedding by myself on my lonesome. Stag. I I hadn't seen my family members in like seven or eight years. Mm Mm-hmm. And so I was expecting to have the buffer of having my father there and my sister and her boyfriend. You know, they're going to be like, why aren't you married to my sister and, my boyf- and her boyfriend? You know, yeah, I was just going right. to be like, you know, they'll probably look at me and, you know, I'm by myself and they'd be like, oh, he's probably gay. So we're just going to leave him alone. Right. You know, but um, no, I, I was bombarded with questions from everybody. And the worst part about it is not only did I have to go to the hotel room by myself, my father on, his, on the way in an ambulance to the emergency room. <laughs> Use his cell phone to cancel the hotel reservations. <laughs> With his last gasping breath before he passed How out. How Jewish is that? Pretty Jewish. I don't think you can That's get like more Jewish than Jewish. that. That's like stealing you know, a, a, a lollipop from a child. Right. I mean, I was, I was in Chicago That's waiting like for him to get there. That's like eating five Palestinian babies. Yeah, ex- exactly. And then harvesting what's left of their corpses. Yeah, you know? the whole thing, not just drinking the blood. 
No, I couldn't believe it. I was just like, uh, yeah, you know, I was talking to my sister. I'm like, uh, Stephanie, you do know I have nowhere to stay now. Right. Unless I get my own hotel. And she's like, well, dad said that, uh, you know, it's costing a lot of money. So he just canceled the rooms. <laughs> you know, he didn't think they were going to be able to. But since he could, he got a full refund. <laughs> I was like, on the, on the way to the hospital, he's like, must cancel <laughs> hotel room. <laughs> Oh, Stephanie, <laughs> get my cell phone. <laughs> get the defibrillator. I've almost dialed the number. So yeah, my, I, my confirmation number. <laughs> Quickly. <laughs> and he was successful, so he did cancel it. But uh, yeah, so I ended up staying with a friend of uh, a good friend of mine, and it was fine. It was fine. I was a little annoyed by it, by the setback. Right. I was more annoyed. About about the prospect of having to attend a wedding with my entire extended family. Now, do you have to by dance myself? in a big circle and carry them around on chairs and then watch them have sex through a hole in the sheet? You know, contrary to what I thought, <laughs> I thought this was going to be a Jewish wedding. It wasn't. It was a non-Jewish wedding. To the was uh, the dude not Jewish and the bride was not Jewish. I mean, I the, they were related to you. To the bride's father's my cousin. He's Jewish, but he married uh -huh. a shiksa. Uh -huh. He married a non-Jew. Immediately uh, ostracized from Judaism. No, you know, he just never, he was just never religious. I mean, he just never, uh -huh. he's just secular, raised his daughter without any real religion. I mean, I'm sure she got How gifts. How many yarmulkes were in the, uh, well, the audience? That's what I found quite humorous is because, so all the Jews kind of sat on one side because uh -huh. her family's all Jewish and then his family was um, all Christian. And so all the Jews sat on one side and they had a Lutheran pastor uh -huh. do the uh, actual ceremony. And it was hilarious because he was just like, you know, and the Lord, Jesus Christ, and blah, 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 Jesus Christ. And every time he said Jesus Christ, you'd hear this hush amongst the Jews. They're like, <gasps> just like shocked and appalled. It was, <laughs> I was laughing. I was just like, um, what'd you expect? They're not Jewish. Or you... Right. They're just like, I, I've never seen something so goyish. I, my aunt, I thought was going to cry. <laughs> and it's like, and then they were like doing prayers, and all the Jews, that entire side of the room, just silent. Jews are uptight, <laughs> dude. They're, they're most uptight, <laughs> xenophobic people, and just get offended so easily. I know. Were they like? At no, least it was going to be a hole in the sheet, right? <laughs> it was, dude. They were complaining about everything. After that, it was just like I've never heard anything like that. Was Jesus. the buffet like all bacon, <laughs> all bacon <laughs> items, shellfish, forcing you to eat bacon? But yeah, you know, what's funny about it, it's like, so, I mean, it was fine dealing with the family. I mean, they came up and they were like, oh my God, you know, no one recognized me at first. I guess last time I saw them, I did have dreadlocks down to my anus. Uh -huh. So maybe that's why, you know, they kind of looked at me and like, they're like, who's this guy? Right. But even like some, like and my- no pubes. <laughs> like my aunt, this is an aunt who actually lives out here who I've met know, hundreds of times. She like comes up to me, she's just a ninety year old woman. She comes up to me and she like grabs my hand. She's like, Are you Jewish? And I was like, Yeah. She goes, Then you need to meet my granddaughters. Uh, and you, she, just, she, you just creep me out, dude. dude a nine year old it, Jewish woman grabbing my hand is kind of scary. It was like this translucent, <laughs> veiny, like claw, you know, uh -huh. ridden fingers just grabbing my hand. Is there a serial number on the back of their wrist? <laughs> <laughs> a little Creepy. further up the arm. It's, a little further, it's faded. Yeah. But uh, she she grabs my hand. She you know pulls me over to her granddaughters who are aged like twelve and sixteen maybe. Mm -hmm. And I just kind of sat there. I'm like, yeah, I'm thirty four. She's and I'm ninety. Related like, to you, like the same age. I, I imagine. <laughs> I imagine that's how they do it in the old country. They set them up young. They just kind of grab them when you're twelve with the older, you know, successful men, the older successful podcasting elders. 
Well, it was probably one of the, <laughs> you know, I mean, there weren't that many Jews to choose from. I know a lot of Jews are interrelated, and I think that's why, you know, there's a lot of, in, not incestuous unions, they're but like... They're inbred, is what you're saying. Yeah, they're the inbred by like, you know, maybe uh, second degree. Yeah. You know, Sometimes inbred, they so- would fuck a camel. To throw some genetic variety <laughs> into some the genetic mix. variety, yeah. But, uh, but I'm pretty not much talking, the tribes were I'm talking inbred. the Eastern European Jews, though. They oh. only, I mean, there weren't that many Jews. They don't Jews. have camels there? There are no camels. What do they have, yaks? I don't know, a piece of borscht. <laughs> they fucked a turnip? <laughs> they fucked an eggplant. <laughs> a turnip. <laughs> but, uh, you know, they, a lot of Jews were marrying their second cousins. I mean, my aunt married her, I think, her first cousin, uh-huh. which I think kind of explains yeah. why there were so many retarded kids at this age. You know, that, that's the you thing guys, with... The Jews have a lot in common with people from, like, Tennessee. Yeah, well, I mean... Are the, they going to be... Are their the next brothers chosen, and are sisters. Are the next chosen people going to be from Tennessee, like, in a thousand years? Well, they're brothers and sisters. <laughs> These are cousins, you know? Uh, you, can, you can almost get away with fucking your cousins. Is there going to be a Tennessee and Moses <laughs> that leads the, the hillbillies away from Obama <laughs> across, Wackley, across the okay, ocean? Wackley, tell me. Do you have at least one hot cousin? No. Well, yes, I do. Okay, and have you ever looked at her being like, God, if we weren't related, or if I didn't know your parents? They were always much older than me. I don't have any cousins that are my age. So I would have been like 10, and the girl would have been like, you know, 20. I would have been lusting after her, but there wouldn't have been any chance. Yeah, you didn't have any pubic hair even no, at that point. No, still getting boners, though. Yeah, still always get beating boners. it off. I was getting boners when I was like four. Um, boners! <laughs> boners! <laughs> but anyway... Uh, so, yeah, it was weird because I'm like kind of startled. I was like, wow, you know, I, did, I had no idea there were so many retarded people in the family. And that's the thing. It's like when you go to a wedding, when you, go out, when you have a retarded child right. and you go out in public, you're reluctant to bring the kid to the Olive Garden or the Red Lobster because you're like, oh, he's going to make a scene. Everyone's going to stare at him while he's like throwing food in his hair. Have you been to the Olive Garden or Red <laughs> Lobster lately? Well, some people don't care. but <laughs> Maybe a little nicer restaurant, they, they'll keep them home. Okay, like uh, the Cheesecake Factory. Right. Yeah, upscale. <laughs> but um, when you're at a family gathering, like an event like a wedding, it's just like, well, you're all my family. I don't give a fuck what you think. You have to yeah. love me unconditionally, so play with the retards. And they let them go. Yeah, run free. Run it's free. like the dog park for they retards. unleash them. Yeah, unleash them. No keepers. They do whatever they want. And so I It's sl- not just r- the retards, though. I mean, it's like, you know, the uncle that you would never invite anywhere because he's a nutty conspiracy theorist that like has like healing magnets in his clothes or the uncle I actually have a, cousin who's like, yeah, I have a cousin who's like that actually <laughs> name's uh, uncle no it's not an uncle he's a healing cu- cousin magnets? bob or something yeah and he sells them he wants to sell them to you like oh these magnets keep me healthy <laughs> would you like to buy creepy. the full set i have a you know a display case right here and then you find out your parents are like yeah he used to babysit you when you were like four no, 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 no. This guy's crazy. But, like, you'd never... That's, that's This is my point. The, my parents would never invite this guy over to, like, for, the, for, like, a private, you know, dinner with, like, you know, this guy. What I can't remember his fucking name. But if, it, if you're at a wedding, But though, the wedding, especially occasion. in the Midwest and the East Coast, like, you can't not invite the family members because it would be a big scandal if you didn't invite... It would be scandalous. People would be talking about it right. for years on end. In California, people, I think, deny people wedding invitations well, much think, more readily. Like, no, you're not coming. In California, it's like you're all the way, especially if you're from the Midwest, you're all the way on the West Coast, and you're like, well, you know, they have a retard. They yeah, but I, I, think, I think even people in California who are from here and their whole family lives here, they don't feel that they have to be so inclusive with everything. And, and I actually, and I kind of agree with that sentiment. Yeah. 
I, I totally agree. I, just, I, just, I, I don't invite see, who I want to come. Yeah, I, I don't see why. Like, I definitely would not. Maybe the retards because they are entertaining. But it was funny. My cousin has this retarded kid. I don't know what's wrong with him. Cerebral palsy, whatever. What's that? What's the thing when you have that really big head, like microcephalic or whatever? Something cephalic. Something cephalic. I, I did that. Water, water on the brain. Or that's something. going on, you know, web-toed. But anyway, uh-huh. the, the dude, when I saw him last time, he was like probably two. Mm-hmm. And they were trying to make me hold him. And I was just like, no, I'm not going to do that. Right. And now he's like probably 18 to 19, at least like 6'5". Oh, wow. But still a retard. And he's running around just like, Aah! just like people are getting knocked over. Uh-huh. Like they introduced him to me, picked me up. I mean, retard strength. Like Goliath. Yeah, but like, you know, a retarded Goliath. <laughs> Very strong. Yeah. But yeah, I think the, um, I ended up just kind of like, the, the only way I could really weather the entire experience of that wedding was to get really drunk. Manchevitz. No, they had a full bar. Oh, right. It wasn't a Jewish wedding. I keep forgetting. I, yeah. I mean, it, it, it really changed wasn't. the image of this in my brain. <laughs> Something more. There were Jews there, but it wasn't Jewish. I mean, <laughs> at any stretch of the imagination. But you said half of the congregation. You said half. The, half, half no, half, half the, the audience was, was Jewish, but it I wasn't a audience, Jewish yes. wedding. There was right. no like, there are no Jewish traditions. Or you no... get that many Jewish people in a room, though. It's going to be a little Jewish. There are many disappointed Jews. That's for sure. <laughs> it's the worst kind. But I think uh, the the highlight of the wedding is um. So I was sitting at a table, kind of removed, because it was like, kind of like a table of I don't want to say social misfits, but it was just like people that. They don't know where to put you. Singletons. Singletons, yeah. So I was sitting like with some, some of the bride's friends, the groom's like cousin, and uh, some other guy. I mean, a bunch of people I didn't really know. Uh-huh. And then my cousin Wayne walks over, and uh, he's, he's a great... I mean, he's a cool guy, but he's also one of those like big Chicago tough guys. Uh-huh. Like probably about like, I don't know, middle-aged. I don't know how old he is. He has a mustache. Kind of looks like Tom <laughs> Selleck, but big. He's a big guy. He works construction and rides Harleys. Right. And, uh, like, Handlebar mustache? No, he's got like a the Tom one, Selleck. one that's trimmed, a Tom Selleck mustache. Right, I got it. Yeah, I not really it. handlebar. So he comes over and he like slaps me on the back, you know, asks me if I'm a faggot because I live in San Francisco. And then he looks over at the guy sitting next to me and is just like, what's up, Hank? And uh, <laughs> I, I didn't know the guy. And I was just like, oh, hey, how's, how's it going? They're like, you ever met Hank? And he's like, this is the bride's boyfriend from high school. Like he dated her for five years and two years out of high school. Before they broke up. And how long ago would that have been before the wedding's happening? Well, she was only like, I mean, she's like 24, 25. So a couple of years, three yeah, years, maybe three years. Out and I was just, I was sitting there like looking at him like, wow, I would never, ever attend my ex-girlfriend's wedding. Yeah, I would never would do it either. I, mean, could you I wouldn't even attend an ex-girlfriend that like I hadn't dated for like since sixth grade. No, I mean still one, jealous. <laughs> not that, not that doesn't I'm, matter. Not that I'm jealous. It's just like I didn't. Oh, I am. Know, I don't want her to know my life. I don't want to see her getting married. Jealous. Yeah, I mean, I mean even I guess, if you've had fifty-three girlfriends in between, you still own her. <laughs> well, it it was yeah because you you know your man seed had been in her. You know the remnants remain. You're still like. Oh, I'm you, talking about girls who I never even scored with. Just t- just felt the tits. <laughs> Still well, actually, jealous. You are a serial killer. Uh, but, but no, my cousin Wayne's looking at him. He's just like, so Hank, what's up? You by yourself? You all by yourself? And Hank's like, yeah. He goes, no girlfriend, huh? Not married? No. He's like, bet you still wish you were dating uh, Joanna. <laughs> Name's Joanna. And he was like, no. He's like, doesn't she look beautiful? Yeah, she she looks beautiful. You're jealous, aren't you? He's like, no, I'm not jealous. It's it's you know, it's fine. You know, this was many years ago. You're jealous. <laughs> 
When's the last time you got laid? Like two years ago? No. He's like, was it Shauna, the bride? And he, you could just tell this dude was just totally uncomfortable. And I was trying not to laugh. I was just like, dude, Wayne, you're a dick. He was just like, yeah, it must suck at, you know, seeing the girl that you loved like getting married to somebody. Yeah. That's not you. It's not a cool thing to say. No, dude. And he, well, he kept saying, like, kept bringing it up. He's just like, you're jealous because you're not going to be hitting that tonight. <laughs> or and then, and then eventually his wife came over and was just like, would you shut the fuck up and like Wayne's pull him wife. away? Yeah. Oh, okay. My cousin's wife. And then I was just kind of looking at the guy and he was just red faced. I mean, he was a, one of those young guys that has like premature baldness. Like uh-huh. he was kind of like already Did balding you comfort at like 24. No, I kind of looked at him. I was just like, yeah, he can be an asshole sometimes. He's just like, it's okay. And then you're like, it's okay. do you want to dance? <laughs> <laughs> No, so, I kind of looked. It's a slow song. I was just, uh, no, I just kind of looked at him and was like, "Yeah, she didn't marry you because you're a loser." <laughs> but um, I was thinking about like my but uh, my cousin Wayne. I was just thinking that dude was a bully. He was a bully back when he was in high school. He's a bully in college. Uh-huh. He's the type of dude that probably was one of those guys that would haze other people. He probably does. Haze he was a hazer on the construction site. I'm sure there's lots of hazing. I mean, does does hazing affect all walks of life? That that that's that's kind of what I want to talk about for a little bit here. Is hazing? Hazing takes place sometimes in high school. Yeah, I mean, I, I myself was hazed in high school. Sure, I got hazed. It's it's uh, predominantly occurs in college. College years is where I think what hazing you fraternities fraternities. I think that's what everyone when people think of hazing or sports teams. There's a lot sports, of hazing. Yeah, sports teams is a lot of hazing. But what about outside of college? You know. In the professional world, is there hazing at like a new job? Is there hazing? And people joke around, say hazing the new guy. Yeah, I've been hazed at work. Uh, like a whoopee cushion on your chair. No, like um, like, like when someone I go to, dumped a used condom. No, on like your, when I go like, to desk. the when I go to the prisons <laughs> to to do work, they like will take you to the like worst, scariest area. Uh, because like they think you're the new guy, and they're like, uh, "Oh, we, you know, they go over there." And do all the they time. leave you alone, like in the shower, and then uh, run away? No, they just make a big deal about it, and like you know, tell you horror stories. It's pretty mild hazing. So, are you saying that hazing is commonplace in any profession? It's just kind of like so. If it, if it happened to you in high school, it's going to happen to you when you're in your fraternity in college. I think expect the more, it to happen throughout your the life. The more blue collar you get, the more hazing that's going to be associated with the job so you're saying like uh dudes that work at you know on the assembly line there's probably right. some hazing that hazing. happens every oh, now yeah, and then yeah. yeah well so it's interesting i was reading an article today about um the state department facility in kabul afghanistan mm-hmm. so uh we, we we sent over security contractors so kind of like the blackwater guys Exactly but, like the Blackwater guys. Yeah, but these guys are another a unit, which I'm surprised. I, like, I heard Blackwater just change her name to something else. Oh, I'm sure the and same dudes just got hired by somewhere a company else. that's all the same people. And uh, so, yeah, th- this new one is a contracting giant. I do love the name. Wacken Hut. Oh. <laughs> it's kind of like... Uh, nice. is, isn't that what you call your apartment, the Wacken Hut? Uh, my pizza place is called Wacken Hut. <laughs> <laughs> Where Wackerly can whack in private. Let's go. Your pizza. I'm just heading over to the Wackenhut. <laughs> <laughs> That's my discotheque. Wackenhut. Hello, fun boys. But yeah, so uh, these guys work for uh, Wackenhut here. It's a contracting giant. And they're over in in, uh, in Kabul. And what they've been doing is, and there's pictures. This is like actually off a of Gawker. Oh, there's pictures. These guys are peeing on each other, simulating anal sex, and doing butt shots. And my favorite is eating potato chips out of the ass cracks. 
basically the the veterans there are forcing the new recruits and the new guards that come in to uh, Afghanis or, or new Americans. Americans. <laughs> they're they're doing this to their own. Like, What's a butt shot? I, I I don't even know. Like you can see in the pictures, they're sticking... like when you do a shot of liquor out of some guy's butt. I think it's like they're they're dumping the liquor on dude's crack, and you're just basically at your mouth down there doing a shot out of it. That's oh, what it looks like in the pictures. And this is simulated gay sex or real gay sex? <laughs> it's not gay, dude. It, there's just no eye contact. Oh, right. Yeah, I forgot the no rule. Yeah. But so the difference, I guess, I want to differentiate this from Abu Ghraib. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of hazing, a lot of humiliation that happens, you know, when you have, uh, when you, when you give rednecks firearms and send them to a strange land, a lot of weird stuff yeah. happens. Right. And I want to distinguish this from Abu Ghraib because they were humiliating Arabs, Muslims, you know, Iraqis. Those are the people. You know, are Iraqis Arabs? Yeah, insurgents, whatever. Well, because I've heard that Iranians Persian. are not Arab. Right, Middle Easterners, whatever. <laughs> Ara- Iraqis, imprisoned Iraqis uh-huh. were being humiliated by Sand Americans. people. Sand people, <laughs> yes. People um, of the sand is the appropriate term, right? Is, is that the? Uh, I've, I've heard several several different things. Um, you know, we're just, just for argument. You know, just to keep it simple here, a camel jockey. Oh right, okay. camel jockey. Okay, then we're on the same page. Now. All right, now, yeah, I think I think you know where I'm going with this. But so anyway, they were humiliating, uh, you know, uh, the, the Iraqis in, uh-huh. in Abu Ghraib. Whereas this, I seem to recall that. <laughs> We even used, uh, uh, did we use like that famous photograph as our logo? Some t-shirt, yeah. Yeah, a while ago. Um, so, but, but this is, the difference here is, is this, they're humiliating their own American soldiers. And so what they're doing... Contractors. Contractors. <laughs> I mean, this is like the homoerotic of frat boy. Yeah, but it's the homoerotic frat boy hazing rituals, which involves eating and drinking things off other men's butts. Uh-huh. And some nipple biting. Wow, nipple um, biting. Yeah. That's a new one on me. One of the, the whistleblower here, who was the employee who actually wrote a letter to uh, Hillary Clinton. And, what the uh, fuck? Yeah, he wrote it to Secretary of State Hillary Clinton and uh, to uh, a, a, a group called Project on Government Oversight. He said, they have a group of sexual predators, deviants, running rampant over there. They're not jamming guys in the ass per se, but they are showing <laughs> poor judgment. Uh, most of it appears to have been voluntary, but those who didn't really want to drink vodka shots out of the clenched butt cheeks of their male co-workers... Raise your hand. <laughs> uh, me? <laughs> I don't really want to do that. They were barricaded... Uh, they barricaded themselves in the rooms, and sometimes uh, the behavior extended to the locals. So I guess, um, you know, a couple of Afghanis... God, that, that's got to put a bad taste for Americans. They were getting hazed or hazing <laughs> the Afghanis. I mean, dude, think about this. The Afghanis don't even drink because of their religion, and now they're getting forced to drink an ass shot. Oh, Allah good, would be good, frowning. It's a good Allah would though. be frowning. Would you rather not drink at all, ever, or have to drink all your alcohol through as an ass shot? I like alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I'll I'm going to say. <laughs> So anyway, people are wondering, it's like, you know, we're paying, I mean, probably five times what we pay regular soldiers. We pay these contractors. How, well, m- how much do these Blackwater guys get paid? But it, they do get paid like five times, but that's because they don't have... Five times as much. But we don't have to pay, but when you have a, you know, have a soldier there, a U.S. soldier, you got to pay for all the infrastructure. I think that's where all the other money goes. But these private contractors who are, most, for the most part, former soldiers, 
I'm think. sure they all are. Oh, yeah. they got, they're just going to hire me. <laughs> hey, what's up, dude? I'll eat a potato chip out of your ass. How just much are you going to pay me? Give me an M16, bro. But yeah, these guys are getting paid like, you know, thousands of dollars to be over there. And what are they doing? You know, they're guarding our national they're security. They're partying, bro. Just partying. Make another dudes eat chips out of their asses. I mean, it's just, it, it makes you wonder. That's a party. So I read this and I was thinking, wow. So, I mean, hazing does continue on. Like, yeah. as you, into adulthood, hazing So happens. when you're a nerd and you're getting beat up in high school and hazed in the gym locker. It's not over. And your mom goes, <laughs> don't worry, son. Someday you'll be a scientist and you'll show all these guys. You'll make a lot of money. It doesn't really happen. It still goes on and on. Even in the lab, you're like, you know, the, the pro- head of the department of... Uh, I don't know. Physics is still going to be pouring like hydrochloric acid in your jock strap. I think the only way you're ever going to be able to stop hazing mm-hmm. is if you can afford to pay the guy who would be hazing you normally to protect you. Like um, Bill Gates. Or you can to... murder him. <laughs> yeah, but dude, you're not going to be able to give Bill Gates a swirly because his security is going to come out and beat the shit out of you. That's true, yeah. So I think once, once you mm. get to that point, of, which you're a, an uber nerd that just makes a ton of money... Then you hire the people that would be bullying you, yeah, would be hazing point. you. It would be great life. to give Bill Gates a swirl. <laughs> <laughs> He's got that funny hair. So, and on, we, also on that list would be Donald Trump. <laughs> Who else would I like to give Stephen a Hawking. He thinks he's so smart, dude. He thinks he's so smart. That'd be too easy. Dude, whatever. Plus, his whole body weighs like 50 pounds. Do you think he'd just get flushed? Maybe like giving a swirly to a Q-tip. <laughs> Uh, I can't think of anybody else right now, but you know who I'd like to give a swirly to, and I and I don't want to say this is racist or anything, mm-hmm. but Oprah, Oprah Winfrey, she has funny hair. That'd be good. I think it'd be great. But she's big though. I could lift her. You got to get leverage. I could lift her. Look at me. I'm a, I'm stocky. I, <laughs> I have I'm an I have an athletic build. You were in Chicago, didn't you see her there? They made me like stay away from her. <laughs> I heard it. I announced my intention. Wasn't it even Oprah Day while you were there? No, they that. did. They blocked off Michigan Avenue. Yeah, Oprah but Day. This was the day I left. How I come we don't Monday. have sick and wrong day? We should actually. And <laughs> block, actually, off, I think block off the tenderloin. Every day in the tenderloin, sick and wrong day. Yeah. So hazing happens, as we said, like throughout high school. Greek letter organizations in college um, haze people. Yeah, but they those say, frat boys. They loved to. Simulate gay sex with each other. Well, they say, where do you draw the line between normal hazing, which is somewhat abusive, and the rite of passage? Mm-hmm. It's a gray area. Yeah, like where where it's where gray. it's gray where it passes over degrading harmful abuse, but it's accepted voluntarily. So, is it abuse? Right. It's kind of like on the forum where we keep calling. You know, if a girl starts posting, we keep calling her a dumb bitch until she posts a picture, until picture she of her tits and, and earns their cool. respect. Yeah, and she's like, cool. I guess that's hazing in, in it a is, sense. It's e it's e hazing. <laughs> what I, I don't know. I mean, I guess the thing is the fact of the matter is with me. Let's say you're over there in Kabul, getting paid thousands of dollars mm-hmm. to uh, work for this security outfit. Oh, so Obviously, like, so like two thousand dollars, <laughs> whatever it is that they pay you, but uh, How about tens of thousands, tens of thousands of dollars okay. to be over okay, there and like uh, tra- you know possibly stepping on an ID and getting your leg blown off and balls and balls. Um, but anyway, you've already been through the military, so you're probably used to some kind of hazing. Would you endure the chip eating, or would you blow the whistle? Would you call up Hillary Clinton and say, "Hey, Hillary, I'm writing you a letter to bust out my my seniors." That, that's my question is, in this day and age, as an adult who works somewhere, do you 
do you, you know, actually endure the, the abuse? Do you endure the abuse at this age, or do you blow the whistle? It's hard to say. You know, it's peer pressure. It's uh, job security. It, it it all depends. I mean, what are the consequences of just not participating in the hazing? I mean, I just wouldn't. Anal I mean, rape? are they, they going <laughs> to kick your ass? Well, obviously they weren't. I mean, they weren't raping them. But, no, but uh, I'm saying if you didn't eat the chip out of the ass, what I, happens? I don't know. Would you be willing to go there and find out? No. <laughs> what, like on assignment? <laughs> kidding me? Already, they're not going to hire me. Yeah, no, they probably wouldn't. <laughs> you're, like, you're scrawny. They're going to be like, nerd. <laughs> I don't know. Well, hazing. Someday I, if you ask you me, jocks. you know, we got a lot of... Um, Kids that listen to this show, they're going into college right now, and uh, they're thinking about joining a fraternity. Listen, kids, it's easy to get ass when you're in a fraternity. Drunken ass. Is it? It is, dude. When you're in a fraternity, you get hooked up with girls. I, I know that's the image, but I've never known anybody who really was in one. Oh, dude, I knew, I knew three or four fraternity guys. They say they hook you up with them. They, they have like a sorority that's their, uh-huh. their sister sorority. And they're girls that-, that you want to hook up with, not just like... Hey, the Trodels are coming over. You got to fuck Susie. And you're like, well, I guess it is a haul. <laughs> Dude, obviously you haven't seen that but, many. But uni- Susie's got like a lazy eye. Porno. University-themed porno always has hot sorority sluts. Right, but those aren't those chicks don't even go to college. See, those those like chicks two, didn't even graduate high school. There's like two fat ones, but there's always a couple hot ones. Believe me, I've seen some hot sorority chicks that would never even look at me, let alone touch me. Yeah, but, yeah, um, but that's what I'm saying. I mean... Otter gets that chick. <laughs> Not you. <laughs> you're like the fat guy with the beanie. Yeah, but I bet the if The fat guy with the beanie didn't get the hot one. I bet, but if you're, okay, if you're in a nerd fraternity, then maybe you're not. But I mean, if you're in like, I'd say majority of fraternities, they hook you up with girls. Girls are at your parties getting completely drunk. All right. I think it's you have an easier time right. getting Nobody late. was hooking. I mean, what, who am I to complain? Nobody was hooking me up with anybody. So exactly. I had it. to go out and find my own. But my point is... Despite how tempting it is to join a fraternity and buy your friends and whatever and get laid, think about it. Think about it, people. You're going to be eating chips out of a man's asshole. You're going to be jerking off on a pizza and probably eating the <laughs> semen. Disgusting. Don't join the fraternity. That's all I have to say about that matter. <laughs> yeah. You're just jerking off in front of a bunch of other dudes around a pizza is bad enough. Yeah. There, there you go. It's not even worth it. It's not worth it. So, people, this is episode 191 here of Sick and Wrong. We're inching towards 200. There's a lot of pressure building up wackily. A lot of people are expecting something yeah. special In for episode colon. 200. So, uh, yeah, we haven't exactly uh, planned it out yet. But, yes, there will be something special coming out soon. Have we already done the thing where, like, the surprise is that there's no surprise? Have we already used that one? <laughs> I think that's every show. <laughs> no, no, I mean for a, for a milestone. <laughs> You know, I think we might have done... Did we do that for episode 100? Probably. I don't God know. damn it. I don't even remember. <laughs> That's my favorite one. Quick recap of last week's show, episode 190. Um, we did three listener stories. A listener number one sent in the obvious, very popular story here, the abduction of J.C. Dugard in Antioch, which people claim is the Sodom of sex offenders. People mm, say there's more sex offenders in Antioch than there are in anywhere else in the city. Or in the country. In the uh, they must have the schools um, spaced out in some weird way because the uh, one of the rules is like you're not allowed to live within five miles of a yeah, school d- or something. Don't you think the government would uh, monitor that? Maybe I don't know. Listener two sent in a story about Team Pedo Bear. A bunch of pedophiles went over to Thailand, and uh, listener three here sent a story about a lot lizard skank mother. Believe it or not, I thought for sure 
<clears throat> the abduction, the Antioch abduction story was going to win. That came in second with 87 votes. Really? The Team Pedo Bear came in with zero votes. And uh, the winner of episode 190 here is a guy named Malcolm's story about the lot lizard skank mom with 156 votes. Wow. I'm surprised. I, you know, I, I really thought that being imprisoned and a sex slave for 18 years in someone's basement is worse than watching your mom fuck a trucker. Well, who told that know. story? You or me? Yeah, I think I did, actually. Yeah. I guess you did, you know, the, the image of the child walking through the Portland snow. Or something, yeah. Through the truck stop with the wind blowing just was very moving. Well, yeah, it was, it was hard to bear. But, you know, I, I am still, it's, what's, what's fascinating to me is uh, that there's still uh, subsequent articles coming out about Garrido, the guy that imprisoned the girl. Right. So and, now uh, they, they found another bone, human bone in his yard. Well, did you hear his CD, like some of his songs? No. Kind of sounds like Danzig. I kind of like it. I would totally buy a CD. No, you wouldn't. Dude, the lyrics might when be... When was the last time you bought a CD? All right, I'd download <laughs> it. But the lyrics might be about raping little girls, which isn't that much different than what Danzig writes about. Pretty much, yeah. yeah it's probably, she point. Rides? What do you think She Rides is about? Is it a... Like, she Rides is about a preschooler. Does he play all the instruments, or is it like a MIDI file in the background? No, is there's it, like a guitar. It's kind of like... You know, it kind of sounds like The Doors, like or Danzig or something. Yeah. Wow. It's not as heavy metal. So did metal he have like Danzig. a band? Yeah, I think there's like a couple of their dudes that played with him. Uh-huh. It, Are those guys sex offenders too? I think they, you know, everyone's got a kid locked in their basement. I mean, yeah, right. is it that Who big of a deal? Really? Yeah, I mean, is, is that a big deal? Um, so congratulations there, Malcolm, with your Lot Lizard Skank Mom story. You won episode 190. Send me an email. We'll send you a sick and wrong care package. I think everybody was burnt out on the Greedo story. Yeah, I think it was. If, if it had happened just the day before, I think for sure that would have right. won. Uh, people, you do know the way Sick and Wrong works. Wackerly and I comb the internet for the most disturbing news items. We present them here on the show. The audience votes. When it gets a case of beer, blah, blah, blah. Uh, we throw in a listener submission, which you can send to Sick and Wrong Podcast at Hotmail.com. Before we kick off episode 191, I want to say a quick word from our sponsor. Sick and Wrong is brought to you by AdamandEve.com. You should know this. Right now, we got a special promotion deal going on. If you need a dildo... If you need a butt plug, if you need a flashlight, someone actually sent me a link to this device that Fleshlight makes. Mm-hmm. It's like a, it kind of looks like a seesaw where two dudes would just stick their dicks in the same unit, like the same device at the same time. And it kind of goes, if I, the, the, there's like a Fleshlight hole on both sides. And you go up and down like a seesaw? Kind of. It like moved up uh-huh. and down. I, I forgot the name of it. But Aren't uh, we supposed to be getting some Adam and Eve merchandise? I don't know what brought that to mind, but... Yeah, I'm not going to do that with you. <laughs> I'm not going to be like... If you're going to be like, dude, you want to get a case of beer, some high life, and go seesawing? Not going to happen. But, um, but maybe it will for some podcast fans. And if you yeah. order right now, yeah. 50% you're reluct- off. You're reluctant right now, but I'll soften you up. <laughs> Is this like a sick and wrong hazing ritual? No. All right. I just want to seesaw. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but people, go to adminneve.com. Pretty much any item, 50% off, and they send you three adult DVD prawns, pornos, porno movies. You get three porno movies, and they throw in free shipping and uh, some kind of weird Adam and Eve sensual gift. So if you don't want the porno movies and you don't want the item that you order, find out what the mystery gift is, because I kind of want to know what it is. It used to be like the sexiest gift, and now it's a weird sensual gift. I think it's creepy. (laughs) Okay, your uncle that has the weird magnets in his... Uh-huh. Jock strap or whatever. Yeah. If he came up to you and was just like, 
So, uh, Lance, I have a mystery sensual if gift for you. If you buy the health magnets, uh, I'll give you a mystery gift. What, what would you do? Would you be like, that's creepy, I don't want it, you know? Like, the curiosity would get the best of me. I would think it was like I some, might not want it after I saw what it was. I would think it was like some milk duds out of the carton that's been in his pocket like for like six months. <laughs> and he's just pulling and he them out. And they're all the chocolate off of, and it's yeah, just, they're just caramel. Center. They're just nougat. Yeah. Like, wouldn't you be like, I don't want it now. I yeah. mean, it's, not, it's not very sensual. No. I don't think Adam and Eve's giving that away. No. I don't, I don't think so. But, but you what, never know because it's a mystery. Yeah. So go find out, people. AdamandEve.com. Use Diddle when you're checking out, and uh, you get to reap the rewards of listening to Sick and Wrong. Yeah. That's how it is. Perfect. So, Wackley, uh, why don't you kick off episode 191 with uh, your story? I don't know who started last week. So, kick, no. kick off 191. Do you, I mean, when I kick it off, you have to read two stories because then you read your own story and the listener one. Are you up to the task? Uh, yeah. You know, I never thought about it that way. That's like that's a lot of my voice. I got to provide color commentary throughout two stories. It's, not, yeah. it's no walk in the park for me either. No, it isn't. All right. We'll do it. In church brawl, 14-month-old girl hit with fatal blow. Church brawl. <laughs> it's one of those church brawls. Um, some residents of Wheaton, uh, a town in Minnesota about of about 1,400 people. It's a big place. 1,400 big city. people. 1,400 You can people. almost know the names of everyone. Yeah. There's high schools. That, not my high school, but there's high schools around here that uh, have more people than this whole town. Um, it's near Minnesota's border with the Dakotas. I'd be willing Both to wager. Dakotas. I'd be willing to wager there's a lot of retards in that town. A lot of retards. Probably not many minorities though. So I'm going to assume this is all whiteies, yeah. all crackers. Yeah, only white people live in those weird redneck communities. Like yeah, that. it's the middle of nowhere. Maybe some Indians though. Yeah, there could be Native Americans. Yeah. Um, well, the residents of this small fucking town say that uh, greater scrutiny of thy kingdom come world ministries. Thy kingdom come world ministries. It's the name of a church. Sounds like it's a Pentecostal church. Um, hard to say, really. Let me read the all article and we can revisit that. Uh, they say that greater scrutiny is needed of the church and its pastor's criminal history. Um, this greater scrutiny is needed to prevent future confrontations. <laughs> David Collins, who's 50, and Claude Hankins, <laughs> those aren't minority names, these are white people, they had argued earlier over $20 and a washing machine, or washing machine, as it may be called there, and a dryer that were given to Hankins by the Reverend Danny Barnes, who started the church nearly five years ago as a welcoming place for people down on their luck. So wait, are you saying that he started this it's a church? church for poor. It's a, yeah, I was about to say, a church for a bunch of unemployed uh, white people. Yeah. Christians aren't like Jews. Like, Jews try and get the, keep the poor people out of the church. They just go for the rich people with a lot of money to donate and everything, right? Yeah, no, it, it is funny. It's like, you'll get converts that come over and they'll just kind of be like, yeah, I don't think you'll like it here. No. Go to, there's a poor synagogue there's down the street. There's a poor synagogue down there. <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> really, that's just the janitor's the closet. Below, <laughs> yeah, the below the poverty line Jews go down there. Um I don't know how that works, though, because churches, Christian churches still work on donations. They must get donations from, like, rich people just to keep 
It's probably the same system. Yeah. The rich church people give this guy money to keep the the degenerates out of their church, right? It's a percentage based. No, it's a percentage based on how, on your income, I think. It's, so so you'll have some wealthy people who pay more than like the, uh, the families that are like middle class. Yeah, but don't you think it's wealthy people from a totally different church? Donate to this guy to be like, yeah, you set up a church for like the degenerates. And oh, we'll- for, no, this this guy. Yeah, I'm just right, saying right. that's the way churches work. But yeah, this guy obviously solicits donations from all sorts yeah, of churches. Yeah, because he's specifically like, making a church for well, people down on their luck. Like he, 10% he's doing of a nothing is nothing. Public service, <laughs> you know? So he gets, he's like a good nonprofit. Yeah. All right, that's enough about the church. Hankins, Claude Hankins, said he could smell the alcohol reeking off Collins on the day of the attack. Uh, and the Reverend Barnes also said Collins appeared to be under the influence. So, you know, the demon alcohol, as always. Let's get to the meat. Rears its ugly head. Let's get to the meat of the story happened? here. What happened? Hankins said the argument started after he called Collins to arrange a time to pick up the washer and dryer, which had been uh, stored on Collins' porch, was being stored on Collins' porch. Collins became angry about the washer and dryer because Hankins owed him twenty dollars. This these are the these are the concerns of the down. down you know, I, I love when it, you have the downtrodden like that and what yeah. they argue about. It's always like about food stamps yeah. or you know, a bag full of cans. <laughs> or candy. Candy, yeah. yeah. So I think it kinda went like this. They Collins like Now this washer and dryer's been on my porch for nigh on a month. Come get it. Plus you owe me twenty bucks. Fuck you, Collins. <laughs> you, you do see that's the one thing about you know about us. Maybe people say both of us, but uh, you do the white trash accent, the white trash inflection yeah. so well. I grew up around a lot of uh, yeah. I think it's a learning thing, luck. you know. It's like I, I love English people always like try to mimic that accent for us Americans. Hard to do. That's how you do it. There's lots of dialects, you know. Yeah, this is a Midwestern uh, trailer trailer park dweller. Or a guy in, like, North Dakota or South Dakota or something. That's Midwestern, right? Yeah. What else would you call More it? More or less. Um, on Thursday, Collins confronted Hankins at a thrift store. So the argument continues so it's throughout escalating. the week. It's escalating. It's escalating. Confronted at a thrift store, uh, and the two had to be separated, according to a criminal complaint, I guess, by the employees of the thrift store. So do you think Collins is hunting Hankins down? Yes, manhunting. He's pissed. <laughs> There's some manhunting going on there. For 20 bucks and to get that washer off his porch. Collins then went to Kennedy, Kennedy's apartment. Now, Kennedy, I haven't mentioned him yet, not related to the dynasty, although I'm sure he tries to pull that out of his ass all the time at the bar. Um, but Kennedy's another guy who, along with Collins, is also charged with, uh, let's see, attempted second-degree murder and second-degree assault. Um, and I can't remember Kennedy's first name. Daryl. <laughs> Daryl. Okay, there's another uh, white yeah. name. Very he Caucasian. He's actually one of the Kennedy brothers. He just was ostracized early on. He's 42. Um, Collins went to Kennedy's apartment where Kennedy loaned him a baseball bat. Like, oh, you going to hit some hit some balls at the batting cage? Well, you know, you know, he... No, I'm going to beat... <laughs> Hankins' ass with it. You know, he went over there and he was just like the whole time because white trash guys fixate on something. Right. You, one it's track it's mine. rare that. Uh, They're not multitaskers. Yeah, you know, it's rare that a fight is just spontaneous. It's something that he'd been ruminating about for a long time. So he's just like, I'm going to go get him. Right. What you got? Baseball yeah. bat? All right. He doesn't even know what ruminating means if you were no. to ask him. Okay, yeah, he wouldn't know but that. That's word, what he's but... doing. He knows what it is. Fixing to kill. Fixing to kill. Fixing to kill. <laughs> well, why don't you just say fixing to kill, motherfucker? 
goddamn Jew bastard. <laughs> um, so he loaned him the, Kennedy loaned Collins the baseball bat, and uh, then he went to the church, Thursday night church service. That's always a weird place to be. Where Hawkins was attending a prayer service, Police Chief Michael Johansson wrote in the complaint. Collins confronted Has- Hankins at the back of the church while Hankins was trying to seat his daughter, a 14-month-old daughter, and began swinging the bat over Hankins' head, Johansson wrote. One blow hit... During the service. During the prayer service. One blow hit... I don't know how you pronounce this little girl's name for the life of me. Andrea? A-U-N-D-R-E-A. Andrea. It's like the white trash spelling of Andrea, which is a white trash name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. They're, they're um, making it more white trash. So Collins is swinging for the fences at Hankins' head and either doesn't care or doesn't notice that there's a 14-month-old head right next to his head and accidentally hit her. Yeah, but was Hankins using his daughter as a shield? I do love the human shield concept. Maybe. <laughs> it's quite like, possible. You know, well, I mean, wouldn't you? Yeah, no, I wouldn't. <laughs> but at that point... <laughs> my daughter? Got... <laughs> my 14-month-old daughter? All right, what if she was retarded? Uh, <laughs> I love how you had to think about that. <laughs> Moving well, on. <laughs> yeah, well, it hit her in the head above her right ear, the complaint states. Uh, ah, it's horrible. Collins fled horrible. to Kennedy's, where he threw away the bat, and then he went to Brookings, South Dakota, that's 100 miles away, before Barnes, the Reverend Barnes, found him hours later... At the bar. <laughs> wow, the Reverend Barnes like sought him out. Yeah, like a, like a you know some type of it's like vigilante. The preacher. Yeah. yeah. Well, like a listen to this about Barnes. This is the bonus item, and then I'm done. Um, Barnes's uh, reason for making a church is he says his own rap sheet includes arrests in at least five states. This is the Reverend, by the way, making him qualified to help others who make mistakes. Okay, is is was Barnes formerly Dog the Bounty Hunter? Uh, he says he. Here, quote, I was the most violent, most sexually perverse, most adulterated, uh, Barnes said, declined to elaborate on his crimes. <laughs> yeah, so he just uses <laughs> adjectives, but no no actual nouns or anything for the crimes he committed or it, verbs or whatever. Isn't it weird to be a congregant at a church where the pastor or the minister could beat the shit out of you? Yeah. Kind of would make it maybe scared straight. Yeah, it might actually work. Maybe. Yeah, he he believed that he was one of the worst sinners, and Jesus Christ saved him from his wretched mind. <laughs> just to me, it just makes me think he could snap back at any minute. So, so what happened to the little girl, the fourteen month old? Oh, she's dead. She's dead. <laughs> she got hit in the baseball head with a baseball bat. Her skull isn't even fully formed yet. So, yeah, it must have been, like, um, squashed like a melon. Yeah. So, um. So he is arrested. He's charged. David Collins, who's fifty, is charged with two counts of second degree murder. I don't know how that works. Um, just one kid, right? She wasn't Siamese or anything. But, but he was going after uh, the, uh, the the Hankins as well. Well, he's also facing charges of attempted secondary murder, so that's the, the attempt, and second-degree assault for uh, against her father. So He's going to do a little time. Is there somebody else who died who I haven't noticed? I don't think so. It's just some weird judicial fucking... Weird I wonder if the, but I wonder if the preacher actually beat the crap out of him first and dragged him in, in there. In the bar? Yeah. Like ran him down the bar on his front in all his the front. glasses, you just like Roadhouse style. Yeah. So on the on the second row, what's that guy's scale? name in Roadhouse? Uh, Dalton. Dalton. Yeah, like Patrick Dalton. Swayze's character. I wonder if this dude looks like maybe a little older and grizzled. I think yeah. I bet you he looks like uh, what was his name? Chris Christopherson's character, who's like the grizzled bouncer from back in the day. 
That guy's name's not Chris Christopherson. Oh, I thought it was Chris else. Christopherson. <laughs> he was in Blade. He looks like he Chris Christopherson, though. Yeah, I think he was yeah, in Blade. Yeah, in Blade, right. Yeah. yeah, you're probably right. Same guy. So anyway, on the second wrong star scale, you got a little girl that died needlessly. And for the most part, I don't even understand why. At this... church, too. Yeah, why was this guy so adamant in pursuing the dude that was just asking for 20 bucks? Uh, he was drunk. The demon alcohol. Don't don't forget yeah, that. Made him do the this. funny thing is, so this guy uh, Hankins took his kid to church. Right? He would have been better off taking his kid to the bar, because somebody at the bar would have seen Collins walk in with a bat and would have and like, tried to stop him. Or yeah, or just went like, "Don't swing that bat. There's a kid in here, motherfucker." But in the church, everyone expects Jesus to do it. You know what, people? Jesus like the tooth fairy doesn't exist. Or Jesus just wanted the baby with him. <laughs> what a cute baby. Send it on up, motherfuckers. Look, he's got a little boner. That little baby <laughs> Look is so at him cute. So on the second wrong star scale, girl didn't need to die. Innocent party here. Oh, and she did, uh, whacked with a baseball bat. I'm going to give that 3.75. Baby You owe me time. more of a score, motherfucker. Babies die all here the time. Here comes the bat, bitch. <laughs> 4.25. 4.25. Well, we'll see what the listing audience says. Church say murder. That. Have we ever had a church murder before? It is a murder in a church. It doesn't happen all that often. Actually, but... it kind of does. Yeah. <laughs> think about the last couple of years. Yeah, actually, I think so. <laughs> there, was, there was like a massacre in a church. A couple of them. I don't know. I'm not lowering my score because of that. Right. Um, well, actually, my story is going to kill your story. We'll see. I mean, it's like, okay, you have church murder over there. I have eating feces over here. You and your poo fetish. You know, it was funny. I was talking to a friend of mine that was like, you know what? You guys are really funny. You're witty. You got a good rapport. You got a good show going on. But too much poo-poo and pee-pee talk. She said poo-poo and pee-pee. Poo-poo and pee-pee talk. Okay. And I kind of looked at her and I was like, well, I'm about to punch you in the face. But you know what? I'm just going to let that go and be like, you know, it's not everyone's cup of pee. But nice. anyway, uh, just That's just quick. because quick of her, witted. yeah. But just despite this girl, I'm gonna have to do this article here that has poo in it. My article concerns James Orr here of, um, uh, let's see, Hamilton County, Florida. Figures. Yeah, that's where he's from. A lot of a lot of um, sick and wrong things occur in Florida. Pretty much the entire state is sick and wrong. True. Cost to Al Gore the election. It's shaped like a dick. <laughs> yeah, it is, but a limp dick. No balls. No balls. No balls in that state whatsoever. <laughs> so James Orr here, 66, was convicted today of robbing, kidnap, and kidnapping a woman in 2006 and uh, forcing her to withdraw money from an ATM. Oh, okay. Uh, apparently, this happened in 2006, so for the past three years, James Orr has been de- delaying his trial. And the way he's been doing this is by feigning insanity. According to who? According to the prosecution, who managed okay. to prove it. Uh, so Orr, The defense maintains that he is insane. The defense was going for the insanity plea. Okay. Prosecution was trying to prove that he was feigning it. Uh, Judge Ethna Cooper sent Orr to prison for 37 years today. Or denied vehemently that he kidnapped anyone or even used a gun in the incident. He was says, it Eddie Murphy defense? Yeah. <laughs> wasn't <laughs> me. Just, no, Didn't it wasn't do me. It. Wasn't he, me. He said, I don't play with guns. <laughs> I know. But uh, he was convicted of using a gun during aggravated robbery and uh, robbery and kidnapping. But the reason 
his uh, trial been going on so long is because he's rather effective in feigning mental illness. Okay. Case in point, last week during his trial, Orr ate his own excrement in an oh, apparent ploy really? to get his three-year-old case delayed even longer. <laughs> While seated at the defense table, he caused a commotion by squeezing out the contents of his colostomy bag on the table and eating it. <laughs> now... First of all, why, does he have, well, he has a colostomy bag? Is this a, from a previous thing before he got thrown in jail, or is this a self-inflicted injury? I don't know. I mean, he could have had prostate cancer. Okay, he could have had colon cancer. Now it could be plugged up. Um, you know, we we've all seen two girls, one cup, and we've heard the controversy that that's not real poo. So who's to say he didn't fill up his colostomy bag with with a non-poo substance? Did the other people in the court smell it? Did they? Confirm that it was, in fact, poo-poo. One of the prosecutors actually said he ended up vomiting. From <laughs> it. And he said that... Um, Nasty. Or had pieces of... Um, pieces? Of, uh, fe- <laughs> <laughs> he had pieces of feces in his beard and on his lips and on his hands. Oh, he has a beard. That's so, nice. so what had happened is uh, a witness had just taken the stand of the case when Norm Aubin, who is Orr's court-appointed attorney... Said Orr leaned over to him and asked him if he had anything to eat. <laughs> a shocked Aubin said that he didn't. Orr then said he was hungry and he wanted food. Aubin, his uh, court-appointed attorney, then proceeded to ignore him uh-huh. and his continued pleas for food. You wonder about this. So you're a public defender. Are you required to feed your client? I would always have a couple of granola bars in my pocket. Just, to Just quiet, in case. quieten them, them quieten them, them down. But you're, you're not even allowed to eat, and there are two gum in the courtroom. I doubt you're allowed to eat. He's got a big beard. He's a crazy guy with a colostomy bag. I, I mean, I would, I would say, Your Honor, please, may I approach the bench? <laughs> My <laughs> client has very low blood sugar, and uh, he would like to have uh, a tootsie roll. <laughs> but his own tootsie roll from a colostomy bag. So, you know, you wonder as a as a court appointed attorney, a public defender, how does that work? Do you get to choose your clients? Like, are you like, uh, you know, that guy's scary and he's black, and I don't want to take that. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> how about it's he like, has a colostomy bag? <laughs> well, you probably don't know because he keeps it in his sweatpants. I would know. There's a bulge. Were you, you going to touch his bulge? No, but you know it's not a gun because he's been patted down because he's been in jail for three months. God, that's got to be the worst thing is patting down a guy with a colostomy bag. <laughs> You're all squishy here on the right side. I would, squeeze it all back in, I would squeeze it all back into him. Be like, how does that feel? But do, do you think no, they get to choose their feel? I want to know. <laughs> Poop Describe going back it to in me. Yeah, it seems weird. <laughs> um, but, but seriously, do they get to choose their clients? No. No, I think it's like... Um, have you ever watched The Wire? <laughs> I, I've watched a few episodes. It's been a long time. Have you ever watched uh, that show before The Wire? Homicide, Life on the Street. L.A. Law, I've seen. <laughs> I don't know how. I've never seen L.A. Law. But it's probably like you're up and you hope that like the bad case doesn't come up while you're at the top of the list to be the next guy who takes a crime. Oh, okay, so you just... And I'm sure to... there's bargaining between... So it's the, random. Yeah, it's random, but there's probably bargaining and trading between the district attorneys or... But you, Is it but a you, district attorney that's defense? No, he's a defense. Public defender. Public defender. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But obviously there's little love here for his client. He obviously doesn't really... I mean, he's, he's no. appointed by the court who to defend the guy. Who does that job even? Yeah, that's, uh, that's what I don't understand. I think it's the like, only people who become public defenders have like future ambitions for politics. Because I'd be one of those exactly. people who would be like, hey, I'm going to be a lawyer. Oh, really? What kind? 
corporate law? <laughs> I'm not going into the car. I just want to make tons of gotta, cash. Yeah, it's like if I got to study law for like 14 hours a day, I want to make a lot of money doing it. And that. I'm not going to hang around a guy with a colostomy bag who <laughs> pretends to be nuts. So Orr said he was hungry and kept asking for food. His uh, attorney was ignoring him, and that's when Orr made a spectacle of taking his colostomy bag out, which was worn on the outside of his body. He then slammed well, they all it. Are. That's the whole point. I thought right? it was like on the outside of his body, but maybe, maybe I, I guess I was interpreting it as outside of his pants. Oh, okay. He must have had it in his pants, but it's outside of his body. Maybe <laughs> are, are there internal colostomy bags? No, I think that's just a normal colon and intestinal tract is an internal colostomy now, bag. I saw on Tim and Eric's awesome show. It's like there are two stomachs. Like you could eat one <laughs> like thing. A cow? And it, yeah, and it kind of went through. Like you get it in your and you got like a little. Curtain. That's not a col. That's something else. Oh, it's something else. Yeah. Now the colostomy bags on the outside. I didn't realize they just came off. No, I, you just I, like a. Le- like a Lego piece? Like you just <laughs> pop it off? He pulled it out and, and what, like it on the, the table. And what, like the just spraying out no, like uncontrollably? He, he started squeezing it like a baker icing a cupcake. The bag. But what about the hole in that goes into your intestine? I think you could just like, you know, like... Hold it? And just like pull it out like a cork. Right. <laughs> you don't understand. What, are you thinking that your intestine's going to come out of the hole? No, the poo. Dude, you're not pooing constantly. There's not like a constant stream of poo coming out. But you don't have a sphincter. It's an artificial hole in your side that goes into your intestine. Okay, maybe there's... It's, un- a- it's an uncontrolled flow. It's not like you can be like, oh, I'm going to hold it in. I really got to shit, but I'm not going to be in the toilet for a half hour. Okay, maybe there's a little blowback. <laughs> there's some oozing. That's all I wanted you to there's, admit. There's probably, okay. That's all I wanted there you to admit, dude. Why is this show so hard to do? <laughs> We're not even to the third story yet. So Jesus he squeezed Christ. it, and then um, on the table, I wonder if he squeezed it into like a little swirl. And then he appeared to start like eating easy it. easy cheese. <laughs> <laughs> the judge closed the courtroom, and it said it was a biohazard area. They stopped the court. It's true. They stopped the trial, but they didn't delay it as long as Orr would have liked them to. They uh, reconvened this week, and uh, he was sentenced to 37 years. According to a mental health report, is the last thing I want to mention about this story. Or was declared competent to stand trial, <laughs> despite his repeated attempts to appear mentally ill. Yeah, a little too well-crafted, the performances. Well, the reporter here said that he interacted and played dominoes with other inmates at the Justice Center. That is until the court-appointed mental health care worker arrived. That's when he would enter a trance-like state, stick his tongue out the side of his mouth, uh-huh. and uh, proceed to act mentally deranged. <laughs> he was deemed a malingerer. Uh-huh. Could you just see him like he's just in the tongue, <laughs> <laughs> smacking himself on the forehead? Yeah, I, mean, I can I mean, see I that. I don't know. I don't know if that works. I can see that. So, Wackerly on the sick and wrong star skill, just to uh, to to rate this article, this guy isn't mentally ill. But the fact that he would go to such lengths to prove right. that he is mentally Oscar-worthy ill, worthy performance. It's. A, I mean, this is better than uh, you know uh, Daniel Day Lewis in my left foot. I think so. I think so, too. I'm going to have to give this guy four and a half stars. Uh, four and a third. I don't know why, but it just seems Four right. and a third? Yeah. I mean, you're not impressed with his performance? I'm impressed. What if I'm it not, worked. What I'm not, I don't like method acting. I'm okay. not a bad, I'm not a fan of the strata. What's it called? The Stradivarius method. The strata. No, so the Stanislaus method. Stanislaus. The Stanislaus like I like method. to see some, uh, you know, uh, not somebody actually eat their own shit, which is what he did. But, but the symbolically, but act, symbolically, you know, act, 
how it is to eat your and how it feels to eat your shit. But he just really did it. So like Patrick it seems Stewart like faking it. Patrick Stewart wouldn't be eating nuggets of his own poo. No. Sorian McKellen would not be eating well, he might. <laughs> <laughs> it is off time, not when he's on the stage. Yeah, exactly. We'll we'll see what the listening audience has to say about that. The third story here for episode one ninety one, real quick, came in from Adam. He goes, Hey guys, check this out. Thanks, Adam. <laughs> I like how he was thanking us yeah, for this. You're welcome. I kind of like the story because unlike any story we've ever done here on the show. And, you know, we tend to get a bit redundant, I think, because life is a bit redundant. Really? News There's only so much is shit redundant. you can do. Every now and then you'll get that five-star story that comes barreling in on you and you're like, oh, my God, I can't believe someone can be this sick and wrong. But yeah. typically, you're so happy that something so disgusting Typically happened. some guy's beating the shit out of his woman, you know, every half hour. Someone's killing a baby every day. You know, someone's sure. fucking sure. a dog in the ass mm-hmm. all the time. But it how many guys, how many drunken men are sneaking into an HIV AIDS refuge and raping the women. Where's there an AIDS refuge to begin with? <laughs> I've never even heard of that. In Papua New Guinea. So <laughs> drunken rapists are attacking women at an HIV AIDS refuge in Papua New Guinea in suicide attacks. Uh-huh. That's what an AIDS counseling authority says. So this is like a little AIDS camp, like an AIDS club? You know what? I liken it to a leper village. Like back in the day, someone had leprosy. They put them on a little island. They're like, okay, lepers, you're going to be over here because your arm's going to come off. It's going to land in my soup. I'm going to eat it. Uh huh. So I well, think when you they... say back in the day, I mean, you're talking like really like Ben Hur, like way back in the day. No, I guess they did it in South America. What, like Che Guevara's time? Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, no. Like, did you ever see Motorcycle Diaries? Fuck no, I don't. I don't patronize. Dude, Che Guevara that. I don't went over that there. Murdering communists. <laughs> che, you know, what, you know what was really funny the other day. I was walking down the street, coming back home, uh-huh. and there was a girl wearing a shirt that said "Che Who." Uh huh. And uh, yeah, I thought, I thought that that's a bit more appropriate. I would like to bone that chick. She was hot. She was hot. So in Papua New Guinea, um, there's a donated house in the town that's become a refuge for 13 women who were using drugs to combat HIV and AIDS. Uh, the women were raped, and that's why they have AIDS, and they were put in this house, which Perfect. is paid for by the community. Uh, they are constantly being attacked by drunks and local men. <laughs> which, if you ask me, is like putting salt on a wound. It's like, you know, they were raped, they got AIDS, you know, no fault of their own. Right. Now they're all congregated in like a convenient spot for rapists to find them. And, and, and now, yeah, now you have all these guys who are like, can't get laid at the bar, but uh, I do know this house of sluts over here. They, they do have a disease that might kill us. Maybe. Eventually. But hey, maybe. You know, Eventually. It's, it's a what's roll a of life, the dice. What's the life expectancy in Papua New Guinea anyways? <laughs> yeah, I wonder. I, you know, I, I don't know. But what's interesting to me is like they kind of have an AIDS clubhouse. Yeah, it's like, it's like 4-H for AIDS. Yeah, they get the you know it's like they get to sit and <laughs> they get to sit in this place and it's just like they all get to hang out. You think they have their own jackets, patches? Well, they don't. I don't think they leave the place. So why would they? They probably have t-shirts. You think the AIDS maybe hats. T-shirts? But what do they talk about? They're sitting around like, yeah. So when did you get AIDS? Oh, let's see. I got AIDS when I got raped when I was thirteen. Yeah. You know, and that alley like over still there. thirteen. <laughs> so it was like two weeks ago. That's when I got the AIDS. Not that AIDS is funny. We know AIDS is very serious. It's not a laughing matter. Um, but yes, it is something that... Um, AIDS quilts are funny, though. AIDS <laughs> quilts they, are funny. I bet you they have their own AIDS quilt that they all work on. 
13 women in a room all day long. What else are they going to do besides quilt? Are women allowed to work on AIDS quilts? I thought that was like a specifically gay man thing to do. Is it? Quilting is in whatever the realm ha- of gay men. <laughs> whatever happened to the AIDS quilt? They used to haul that fucking huge thing out every year. I haven't heard about it lately. You'd think the AIDS quilt would be here in San Francisco. I think I have heard of it being... I mean, they move it around the country, right? Or is it just in Washington, D.C. now? Has anyone ever tried to steal the AIDS quilt? It's huge. It's like five football fields wide. Shut It's not that big. Yes, it is. It's of all people who've died from AIDS? They sewed all these pieces together, yeah. Of patches of the, in remembrance yes. of someone you knew. That a died lot of AIDS. people died of AIDS, dude, and you're laughing at it. I'm not laughing yes, at it. Yes, you are. I'm laughing with it. You're being facetious. I'm laughing with it. When you say it's not funny, you're being facetious. Are, okay, are you, are you talking about me laughing at the AIDS quilt? Maybe. Or the disease. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm confused. Okay, well, let me I'm get laughing on. at the AIDS quilt. It's huge. It's probably filthy. It's too big to put in a washing machine. It's pretty funny. But I'm not laughing at AIDS like you are. <laughs> well, wackily, the men that were forcing their way into the AIDS clubhouse to rape the women, regardless of the women's illness, are not laughing at the AIDS quilt. No. They no. probably have never even heard of it, to tell you the truth. So. Yeah, they probably don't have one in Papua New Guinea. <laughs> uh, so the women said, we're victims. You know, we're feeding on anti-retroviral drugs. We have no strength to defend from attacks. Mm -hmm. Uh, One woman here said that um, a grade 11 student, even high school students here, are, Uh are, you know, going to the clubhouse to uh, rape the AIDS-ridden women here. Now, now, hold up a second. (laughs) So I'm supposed to believe that somebody in Papua New Guinea is still in high school at grade 11? (laughs) I didn't even know they had schools over there. I thought they like had to swim with r- whales or something. Is it, remember that movie, The Whale Rider? Was, was that, that Papua New Guinea? Same thing. <laughs> it's the same area of the world. I mean, they they okay. learn how to like kill whales and live inside of them. Uh, I thought that was Free Willy. All right, same. <laughs> yeah, maybe that maybe that was Free Willy. I'm thinking of there, but still, they you know the kid that was in that movie didn't go to high grade eleven. He did rape some AIDS victims, <laughs> to be fair. That's how Free Willy got AIDS. Isn't that what the movie is about? Uh-huh. Uh, so anyway, th- this kid broke into the AIDS clubhouse and wanted to rape her. She said that she had AIDS and warned him to wear a condom, but he refused. Really? It's a, it's a disturbing story. It's suicide. The positive side is that the woman tried to offer a safe alternative to negotiate. He refused, which highlights how people behave. When under the influence of alcohol. Uh-huh. I don't think it... I think it's kind of hard to get AIDS uh, for the guy, especially having vaginal sex for the guy. You know, I think... I don't want to, 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 to have people misinterpret the message <laughs> here of this show. People, you should always wear a condom when you have sex with somebody, especially if you're paying for it. Well, nobody, um, nobody from this that listens to this show should ever have a child, number one. Yeah, actually, that's I think, for the first reason to wear a condom. And furthermore, I think most people that listen to the show aren't getting laid on a regular basis. <laughs> but still, wear a condom. You when you're do- jerking off, wear a condom because you know I don't want any of our listeners' sperm to randomly fly into a girl's vagina or her to sit on a chair that you spunked on. The spores and then, through the yeah, air, and then yeah. for there to be a sick and wrong baby, that would be ridiculous. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you, you just don't need that. But I, I've heard from people that it is. More difficult to get AIDS from fucking a vagina than it is from fucking an asshole. Yes. So if you're going the backdoor route... Because you need blood-to-blood contact, right? So the asshole is not... What if she's uh, menstruating? Well, do you have a cut on your dick? 
All right, there's more factors. But, but what about, okay... <laughs> An but, asshole isn't lubricated, and so it tears easily, and that's how that happens. And that's how the blood happens, yeah. and that's how it's... And also, right. in Africa, a lot of African countries, the men, uh, for some reason, they prefer, like, dry vaginas. So they, they try and have sex with their women when they're not really aroused, so they're not lubricated, and that's an all, that's also a factor in AIDS spreading. Well, aren't those women I think it might be Sudan, a rumor, but what? Aren't those women in Sudan being raped? That's probably why they're not aroused. Yeah, they probably also have clitorectomy. So. <laughs> Even more difficult to be right. aroused. But, you know, I, what, what, what fascinates me about this story, it's just it's weird to me, even like a high school student here, or just or any of these men that go out, and they're like, could you imagine if I said to you, you know, Wacker, let's go drink. Um, I got a 12-pack of High Life here. You want to drink right. some High Life? And then, and then uh, do the go seesaw and, thing from Adam and Eve? No. And then go out and uh, <laughs> oh. rape some maids-ridden whores over in the clubhouse. Oh. Yes I or mean, no? I just, I, when does that become, like, a feasible option? That's what I'm wondering. Like, when does it become, like, I, I think the how di- drunk do you need to be? I think the dilemma is we need to rape something. Do you want to rape, you know, the mayor's daughter? A cow. The tribal elder's daughter? A cow? Or those AIDS whores over there that nobody will listen to when they complain? That's what I think is going on. And that's why they're going over there. But, yeah. the, but I'm so amazed that they wouldn't have the sense to wear a condom. Like, do you think they want to commit suicide? I don't. It's probably you know. Or are they what just are, too drunk to even? What do they drink in Papua New Guinea? Probably it's just something toxic. Yeah, rum? some kind of moonshine. I, I have no rum? idea what they make yeah. over there. Probably something like that. I'm surprised that the girls want them to wear a condom. You know, wouldn't you? Wouldn't you want your attacker to get AIDS? And uh, yeah, and uh, suffer the same fate. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not quite Maybe sure. Maybe they don't want to have an AIDS baby, though. <laughs> I guess that's probably a good reason. <laughs> you're laughing at the disease now. They should get on the pill. This is, dude, wackily, your laughter's gone from quilt to, to <laughs> disease to AIDS babies, okay? I Three think gradations AIDS babies there. are pretty funny. <laughs> only, surpassed by, only surpassed by babies who are born addicted to crack. <laughs> so Before this- they can even say they want crack, before they even have a job or can even panhandle for $5, they need crack. That's so on the, funny. The sick and wrong star scale here. I'm going to give this a high score just because these women were raped. That's why they have AIDS. That's why they're on the antiretroviral yeah, right. drugs. That's why they're dying. Yeah. And they're repeatedly raped again. Yeah. It'd be, it's it, a fate worse than death. I'm going to give this 4.75. It'd be funny if they got their regular checkup. I mean, I don't know why you would get a regular checkup when you had AIDS. but And then the doctor's like, you have genital warts. What the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> That motherfucker. And your genital warts have syphilis. Yeah. I, I don't know how this happened. There's also a little bit of gonorrhea down there, but I wasn't even going to mention that, you know. So what are you giving it? 4.75. All right. We'll see what the listening audience has to say. People, go vote. Sickandwrongpodcast.com. You can decide who won episode 191. And tell us what happened to the AIDS quilt, if you know. Yeah, actually, please, write in and uh, tell us what happened to the AIDS quilt. If you steal it and send it to us, we'll give you a t-shirt. I'm telling you, dude, if you folded it up, it would be bigger <laughs> than this apartment. It's enormous. I, I think that's in like your wet dream that you have about the A's quilt. I don't think it's a quilt that big. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, maybe we'll I'm see. wrong here. I'm maybe just going to Google it after the show and prove you wrong, but okay. Well, Wackerly, we're nearing the end of the show, and uh, we got a few phone calls to get to, a couple emails, some business to take care of. So um, after the message here from adamandeve.com, Let's get to call number one here. Hey, you fucking cocksucker, milky liquor motherfuckers. Hey, go to adamandeve.com, 
type in the word diddle. Don't ask me what the fuck it means, but just type it in anyways. It has nothing to do with what your uncle used to do to you. And uh, just make sure you don't do like what I did. Go to adamandsteve.com, because that's fucking gay. There you go, adamandeve.com. Use the word diddle when you check out. 50% off and free porno. Can't get much better than that. So we got some calls to stick around hotline, 206-666-3846. Why not play the first one here, Wacker? Wackenhut. Wackenhut. Yo, D. Lance. Steve from Minneapolis. Hey, I was just talking with my buddy who also listens to this show. We're both big fans. And we listen at work almost every single day. Uh, just to get us through the work day. But anyways, I was thinking, since you make us always calling wasted on your fucking drunk line, how come we don't ever hear, uh, get to hear you guys do a uh, wasted podcast? You guys are drinking during the podcast, the MGDs and the bacon flavored shit. But uh, I want to hear a podcast that you guys just totally just wasted. Like start drinking like an hour before the show or something and give it an hour. An hour. We do start <laughs> drinking an hour before the show. Wackily needs to start drinking like five hours before the show to get wasted. Not even wasted, to get like buzzed. No, that's not true. Yeah. Slightly enhammered. <laughs> Hyperbole. Give us just a ripping, wasted, fucking drunk, and poor like Lance's butt naked on the floor in the field position, wasted. And it'll just be silence. Just <laughs> <laughs> my moans into the microphone, uh... and a lot of shit being knocked over. That's what, <laughs> that's kind of what I I picture. Maybe like the sound of my urine hitting the mic. <laughs> this is a bathroom. You retching? Yeah. Well, I don't know. Maybe it'd be entertaining. I don't know. Do you- Yeah, is, is that what you said Jews do when they're drunk? Or? <laughs> just your Jew, he couldn't figure out what you'd be doing in the drunk <laughs> They threw in swinging from the ceiling. We would be doing your accounting. Figuring, <laughs> <laughs> figuring out ways that loopholes you wouldn't have to pay so many taxes. So many loopholes. <laughs> give me another shot. I can't figure this hammered. So, I don't know. If you can give me that, that'd be great. Have a great Labor Day weekend. And uh, you're probably wasted right now. Well, thank you for that, and I hope you had a great Labor Day, too. Um, we, I did get pretty drunk over this past weekend. You know, I, I don't understand. We've had a few phone calls in the past. A lot of people have said, God, you know, we'd love to hear you guys get completely shit-faced drunk while you're doing a show. And you know what? I don't think I'd be able to do a show. Much like when you're shit-faced drunk and you're trying to have sex. Mm-hmm. You can't really perform to the best of your ability because right. and it's in the wrong hole. It's in the wrong hole. It's just, I think that's what would happen if if um, we got really, really just ripped, wasted, and tried to record a show. We probably wouldn't even record it because I probably wouldn't even set the mics up right. Or it would like go offline in the middle or something. And then I definitely wouldn't. I usually go home and post the show right away. I can't do that if I'm super drunk. And if you think that we, you know, we argue, it's always over, fucked up right now, anyways. But if, if you think that we argue you over nonsensical things sober or somewhat sober buzz could you imagine being drunk we'd probably come to blows yeah yeah i, I just i don't know there you was know, one show where i didn't drink because i was super sick and had the flu but uh there was, was alcohol awful. involved in every show yeah I, I mean you know to be quite honest people we usually get like a 12 pack and drink at least four or five beers a piece and yeah. you wackily's already had 
knocked back what four beers, five beers, and you've had a couple of those bacon vodka clamato martinis. The, I'm almost done with the bacon vodka. Next week it will be gone, and we will mail it back to that lady who sent it to us. So keep in mind, people, it's all in perspective. It's like I, I think a lot of people, especially people who live in the Midwest, would consider the amount that Wackley's already drank <laughs> to be like inebriation. Don't you think? Maybe. I, you know, I, I think they'd be like, wow, I would be I usually get more drunk on the shows where you have to interview somebody because it's like a nervous thing. And you're just sitting there like, oh, this yeah. is social lubricant. It, social the person go on and on and on. So if you want to like get a, a glimpse, those are probably the shows. I can honestly do. say that. I don't want to do the show with you sober. But mm-hmm. yeah, but, you know, maybe we'll... Doing the show with me totally sober and not with the flu, like that one... Uh... You'd probably just leave. <laughs> well, no, it'd be worse than when you had to do the show with Bob when he was totally hammered. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I agree. <laughs> but you know, maybe one of these days, like an April Fool's or something, we'll just uh, get completely wasted and make uh, assholes of ourselves on the air for your amusement. Yeah. Why don't we just bring a little recorder, digital recorder around with us? Because we are wasted quite often and we'll just turn it on when we're at the bar really drunk and do a little sample yeah that'd be great a test what do they call a test reel those fucking assholes that listen to this podcast fucking in grace won't buy a goddamn (laughs) t-shirt hey look at that chick over there i think she wants me she's gotta ask Um, for for miles i'm not taking talking to her though she's probably a bitch (laughs) go say you do stick and wrong podcasts That's a little brief clip of uh, probably what it, the, the whole podcast would sound like. It's our acting impression of what it would be. <laughs> and that was Method. Uh, what about call number two? Uh, hi, this is your loyal listener from uh, Ipsilanti, Michigan. I just Ipsilanti. caught up with all the episodes. It takes me almost a year, but uh, it's been pretty awesome. Uh, one big comment, stop fucking talking about politics, because Wackerly, you don't know shit, and you act like you why don't you go fucking rub off the giant water tower that looks like a dick in your town, you fucking asshole. I love how he's from Ypsilanti, Michigan, and yet he's saying, you don't know anything about politics. Right. That's I probably awesome. don't, but fuck you. He does live in a swing state. <laughs> I'm sure he swings both ways. Like you do, and you mislead everyone, so shut the fuck up and go back to your Battlestar Galactica and suck in the Jews' dick. My new favorite listener. <laughs> so my two things is I watch Battlestar Galactica and I suck the Jews' dick. <laughs> I assume you're the Jew, right? Or just the Jews in general. I think Jews in general. Their collective saying, cock, I suck. Yeah, I, okay, I think he's fine. saying you're under our, like, uh, you know, pervasive mental influence. <laughs> Probably true. Second, uh, you guys are talking about uh, this Russian lady who uh, took her... Uh, kidnapper or whatever. No, this guy was trying to break in with a shotgun at her salon and she raped him for four oh, yeah, days I remember that. and broke his fenulum. I got a story about breaking a fenulum. It happened to me. It's not pleasant. Well, we also interviewed a friend of the show and I can't remember what we're supposed to call Curtis, him. Curtis, Curtis. Yeah, when Curtis, he broke his dick. So we we do know a guy who broke his dick. No, and uh, you know, yeah. It's, but it's it, always good to hear more stories. Like no, that. you don't hear enough dick-breaking stories. Pleasant. So I had my girl bent over Going like we were just starting. Decided now nah, we don't need lube. She'd be good. Started going. Didn't I'm not circumcised, so this is this is what made it so bad. It he did. It, it uh, my dick wouldn't go in. I was like, oh well, she's so I got a little lubed up again, and then pushed in. And you know the sound that like hot dogs make that are linked together, like the Polish hot dogs that snap and crack. 
That's Jesus. the sound it made when it snapped. It was like, it broke. And I was like, holy shit, what was that? Pulling out blood, oh. horrible, horrible pain. Like someone took a knife to your dick and cut it. Oh, it was just unimaginably painful. Went to the bathroom, there's like blood pouring down the drain. Yeah. Uh, and it, it ended up healing after about a month or so. I had to use Neosporin, but now I'm like partially, cir- partially circumcised. I can't even like... So wait a minute. Maybe the frenulum is just a part of the like the underneath of the foreskin. It is because uh, Curtis that's wasn't healing his dick with Neosporin. Yeah, no. It was like a major hospital event. I think what he did, he's he tore his frenulum, which he is that part the right, skin, right right underneath okay. the, the penis. Still painful. But what uh, still Curtis gross. did is Curtis actually broke the tubes within his like dick, like within his penis. So he broke his. It's, se- it's a series of tubes. A series of tubes. <laughs> <laughs> can't even like put on a condom very easily because the skin just rolls or I rolls up rolls way down so it's pretty fucked up but uh it it still works and I'm getting lots of nookies so I don't give a shit uh other than that great show uh keep it sick and uh, keep it wrong but stop talking about politics dick suckers I'm pissed <laughs> I mean he doesn't tell us what is it are we too left wing are we too right wing are we we just are completely confused you know what I you know what I love about this? All these fucking censors that are coming out. It's like too much poo poo talk, too much pee pee talk, too much Obama talk, too much it's like, you know what? Suck a fat dick. We don't care what you have to say. You know, I was conceived in Ypsilanti, Michigan. Were you really? Yeah. That that's what I've been told. So people what you should gather from this when you're having sex, when you stick your erect member inside a girl's welcoming vagina. It should not sound like a Polish sausage snapping in half. No. It should sound like a boot walking through mud. <laughs> you know, you know like that, a, that squishy sound? You know, like a World War II Nazi walking through the... Just <laughs> right through the, you know, the yeah. trenches. Yeah. That's what it should sound like. It should not sound like a Polish sausage snapping in half. There should be no snapping at all. No snapping whatsoever involved They call the it the snapper, but that's not what they mean. You know what? Someone posted on the forum... Uh, a thread about I, I, I forgot it's escaping me exactly Have what happened ever to him. Have you ever eaten a smelly pussy? No, oh, <laughs> that, that was funny. But, <laughs> um, but no, some other guy posted a thread saying, "What injuries have you sustained during sex?" And you know, is open to uh, interpretation, or whatever. And uh, people commenting on it. I haven't read all the uh, comments, but I was wondering, you know, what people had to say, and obviously. Think about it. You're jamming your member into someone else. There's a lot of moving around. A lot of people are overweight, and uh, a lot of you know a lot of people are not in shape. A lot of people have heart attacks during sex. I would like to know. People call call us up. Sick and wrong hotline. Let us know how many times you've injured yourself physically. Like I mean, a lot of people get drunk, have sex, like on a bunk bed. Girls don't seem to injure themselves during sex. I bet you there's some girls that have like broken a tailbone. Or maybe they get a huge welt on their head from slamming it into the headboard. Yeah, no, I've, 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 I've had several complain about that. <laughs> a wall, but that was on purpose. It's because your bed is four feet long. <laughs> the hobbit bed. Yes, it is. But no, I'd like to hear that, you know, and I, I empathize with this guy. And Does it, masturbation count? Um, no, masturbation doesn't count. It has to be a sex act. I've with never injured individual. my self during sex. Then <laughs> I've had a cramp, you know. But 
Yeah, you know, I don't think I've ever really, uh, you know, I've, I've chafed, but I don't think I've ever really hurt myself. I should knock on wood. <laughs> I'm knocking on wood right now. Uh, nothing in that table is made of wood, by the way. <laughs> this Plywood. This is going to elicit some calls, so we'll see what happens. What, okay, like, what's our uh, last caller here? All right, I'm indulging myself because uh, I'm a fan of this poster and caller, listener, uh, by doing two of her calls. Otherwise known as Chris Chichelli on the forum. And I just wanted to answer your question. New forum poster, right? She a new forum poster? Yes. Okay. Let's just listen. To your podcast about the ass hair. And um, yeah, if you have ass hair that pretty much makes your ass crack look blacker or dark than it already is, you should definitely shave it. Fuck, I gotta shave now. <laughs> but here's my problem. I've only ever seen my ass crack as dark as it is with the hair. I mean, I don't have, I don't remember what it looked like when I was six years old. So how do I know how dark it's supposed to be? It's a. I think it's when you when uh, when uh, you have your girlfriend. It's an existential problem for me. When you have your girlfriend or your lover say to you, "It looks like you're clenching a toupee in between your ass cheeks." <laughs> That's when That's you know how to shave. To and obviously we have um, Chris here telling us that uh, if it's darker than your actual ass, it's time. So I, I should probably No, shave. wait. She said if it's darker than your ass crack should be. That's my point. How dark should it be? I guess this is an existential, an existential question. Is it existential or epistemological? I think it's existential. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Underbrush. Yeah, that it starts to get in the way. Like you should definitely, um, you should definitely shave it off. Yeah, get it trimmed or something. So it makes everything easier. It makes it look cleaner. And um, to answer, people are just too obsessed with cleanliness. I've said this time and again. You think that's what it is, though? You think it's hygiene? I like the it's hair a on a lady. You like I don't a, think it's dirty. Hair is not dirty. Do you like a hirsute woman or do you like a trimmed woman? <laughs> That's a good point. I don't like a hirsute woman. Okay, I, I, but where the hair should be, where it's appropriate, I enjoy it. I don't like it if it looks like she's trying to choke buckwheat with her thighs. <laughs> I don't well, want I this think like say Mo and Shemp <laughs> at the same time. Under, with their legs or under the armpits? I don't like the armpit hair either. All of it. I mean, you know, I don't like a fully shaved one. I kind of like. I'm like midway between. I like a little bit of hair down there. Right. But I'm definitely not. Well, what about, okay. What about body. a girl with the hair in the butt crack? How do you feel about that? I kind of like that shaved. <laughs> so I could just cut off shaved, and like you say, I kind of like that. I like that. really like it shaved. <laughs> I, waxed, I like that definitely. part waxed. Yeah. Okay. Fine. It's double stand. So I asked what you should put on after the shave to like cool the area down. So that aloe vera is what she's saying. Aloe vera. Yeah. Bring your ass crack and your asshole or whatever. Put some aloe vera on it. You can get a lady friend to rub it for you. I would love to have her rub Um, aloe vera down there. You don't want to get like ingrown hairs or anything. Or use some, uh, I don't know, some nice feminine products. (laughs) I don't know if they like make a man version of ass lotion, but if they do, get yourself a bottle. 
Assla? There's a thing called ass lotion? You know, I actually... So obvious. I almost want to do... You know what I almost want to do? We should take, like, Jurgen's lotion or something and put it in another bottle called Sick and Wrong's Ass Lotion and just sell that. <laughs> and I guarantee you, we'd make a mint. Yeah. Just because of the name. Yeah. Or, like, you know, Spank Stroglide or something. <laughs> Whatever. That wasn't even fun. Spank gel. Yeah. All right. Now you might. I don't want to. You might want to ask like why she's one of my favorite new listeners or post. You want to know why everything. She's really, I know why. She's well, the next call new is going to. It's not just because she's female, right? No, because you went to her website and jerked <laughs> off for like three days straight. And it wasn't three days. I did three days. <laughs> <laughs> the next call. I'll point this out. Hey guys, what's up? It's Christina again, and I just want to let you guys know. Wackily, it's common knowledge that you hate hipsters. Do you mind watching them fuck? Well, once you get a hipster's clothes off, it's kind of hard to tell they're a hipster. What about the haircut? That you can, yeah, the haircut kind of is a giveaway, but it maybe just looks like it's a porn from the '80s because okay. they tend they tend to like to have like an '80s look about them, or maybe even yeah, 70s. like a late '70s '80s. Yeah, like, I agree. Yeah. I agree. It looks like there's no Vice magazine laying on the ground <laughs> by the nightstand, or you know nylon Hot topic pants, or, or like a, like striped black and white striped stockings, right? And you know, uh, I can't even list all the history. I completely, hipster accoutrements without getting really angry. I completely disagree. I like hipster porn. Okay, great. Always good, right? <laughs> so I'll send that, and then there's another one that I'm starring in, and this one's actually. Did she say straight porn or street porn? <laughs> I thought she said free porn. Oh, free porn. My ears are fucked. Yeah, I don't know. I think I've... I All think right. No, but she's right then. Free porn is always good. Yeah, because she's Even sending us free horrible. porn. Yeah. No, <laughs> dude. I've seen... I went to her website, which... What's her website? It's... Uh, I can't... Christina Chickelli, but it, you'd think it... It's, it's for not pronounced how it looks. Yeah, but it's C- we'll link I- it. It's yeah. C-I-C-C-H-E-L-L-I, Is which it, you would think would be Cicelli, but, but it's Cicelli. We'll, we'll put a link to it on the main page. But I went over to her website, and they have like she has this introduction video, and she's hot. She's really hot, actually. And uh, She's a fetish coach? That's, that's what I found interesting about it. She's a fetish coach. And I was wondering like what a fetish coach is. Obviously, it's, it's someone who kind of coaches you through and recommends fetishes to you. Right. And uh, I, I was just thinking, I was like, could you imagine... Recommends, you think. But could you imagine having... <laughs> so you just come over and be like, I don't know, I'm pretty sexually vanilla. Like, what do you got? <laughs> okay, I, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not happy with being vanilla sexually. Like, what kind of fetish do you think would work for me? And then she just looks at you and goes, how do you feel about diapers? <laughs> do you like fursuits? Because you look like a furry to me. I never really thought about it before. 
let me tell you about first. <laughs> you, she you, gives you a brochure. <laughs> here's, here's what it's like to be a furry. What it Welcome made, to the world. What the it furries. made me think of is like, could you imagine having Wackerly as your uh, fetish coach? Why? Why not? I, I, I just picture you looking at you like I'm a hard worker. I, I just picture you looking at the person, just like, what are you doing? <laughs> you could just jerk off that magazine, go and play Xbox. I, I, you're just wasting your time. Right. Come on. But how much money would you're wearing I wearing a diaper? <laughs> how much money would I make as that type of a sex? A I guess coach? okay. I guess if I there work, was I, if that was my job, I'm a hard worker. I would work hard. Would you be it. into it? <laughs> I don't know if I'd be into it, but I would do my best. I'd be like, well, sir, I, I guess you kind of put the diaper on like this, and you, you tape that over there, and where does this part go? Over, so, over this way? Okay, uh, now shit yourself. <laughs> My work is done. My work is done here. I'm out. Yeah. But like that. think about this, though. So she's she's a fetish coach. I don't know if that means the same thing as a dominatrix. I don't think she um, actually performs services for anybody. But maybe she has in the past. But I think now she just talks people through it. But what if we had like a massive sick and wrong donation campaign? Mm, where, like a um, telethon? If, yeah, like a telethon, <laughs> where if we raise enough money to have Wackerly have a diaper fetish session. <laughs> could you? Would you do it? Oh, if, I would do it. If we raised enough money... Oh, I would do it. You would literally like evacuate in a diaper and get cleaned. <laughs> what would your girlfriend think of that? Or would we oh, keep it our little sick and wrong good, secret? That's a good point. <laughs> Maybe I won't do it. Oh, come I'd on. consider it. Let me let me think about it for a week. Let me tell you next. Let me give you an answer next week. All right, people, email us. And we let might us know. even have to put a PayPal something we've never done. We've never I've put never a PayPal donation button on the site. But if it's for a good cause, if it's for Wackerly having a diaper fetish session, which will be videotaped, could we videotape it? Well, you got to videotape. Okay, it, it would be a videotaped <laughs> Wackerly diaper fetish session. People's- you know how you know how you go on Break dot com and you see these people doing ridiculous stuff like like fucking their mom's nylons or something while she's out of the house, and everybody's always like, "Why did this person ever put this video on the internet? <laughs> this is how it happens. This is how it happens. It, it, it all comes from a podcast. Yeah, but uh, hey, who knows? People email us. Let us know um, what you think about the. Wackerly diaper fetish session. We'll, we'll get his answer. I'm next not week. quite committed, but we'll get his answer next week. Potential. But in the meantime, go check out Chris Cicelli 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 Chris Cicelli dot com. She is hot, and I would love to have her as my fetish coach. We'll put a link on the main page. Thank you, Chris, for calling in. Wackerly, we got to get out of here. I have one email I want to get to real quick. Um, we got an email from Jason who wrote, wrote in. That kid wouldn't have had to watch his mom have sex with the trucker if he had employed one of these methods of lot lizard repellent. Oh, really? So there's a website called etrucker.com where you can answer, it answers questions about anything you want to know about truckers. And so Anything? In a, anything. In wow. a response to a question about dealing with unwanted prostitutes while parked overnight, which leads me to believe that this is a common malady. Yeah. Um... Readers offer these suggestions. At a truck stop, park as close as possible to the main facility. Mm-hmm. Travel with a yapping dog. Really? And maybe yeah, a lot of lizards get scared of yapping dogs. <laughs> or maybe they're just annoying to all creatures on the earth and everybody is annoying and scared. Place a no lot lizard sticker on your windshield. I'm, I'm surprised that's effective because I didn't think they knew how to read. 
<laughs> well, I'm sure there's a pictograph. <laughs> With just like a cross through yeah, it. Yeah, right. Line through. Uh, paint a woman's name on the door. Display an I love my wife bumper sticker. Oh, really? But that's gonna dig, but that's gonna basically confirm you're not gonna get laid by anyone other than your wife. Right. And, well, that's kind of the talks to the point here. The question was, how do I get rid of unwanted lot lizards? Not all lot lizards. Like, yeah, maybe there's some that are unwanted. hot that I do want. Uh, completely cover the windows. Is that because lot lizards would be like, okay, that's Jeffrey Dahmer in yeah, there? Right? <laughs> that's like the roadside strangler there. I think this might work. Display a I'm not interested in lot lizard sign. But once again, you're basically thinking that they know how to read. Right. And you're get, getting rid of the good lot lizards at the same time. Put not a, just the unwanted ones. Put a Bible in the window. <laughs> uh, leave a wadded damp paper towel on the steps. Well, if I was a truck driver, I'd have lots of wadded <laughs> paper towels. I, I don't even know what that means. It's a cum rag. Okay, so you leave it out as if, <laughs> all like, right, I'm that, done. that makes sense. That's a good one. Right what there. if it's a Walmart bag filled with feces? That means you're ready for action. <laughs> I've cleaned the truck out. I've cleaned the cab out of nefarious materials. Stay away. Well, there you go, uh, truckers listen to the show. Use one of those techniques, and you won't be bothered by those mischievous lot lizards. Mm-hmm. Uh, people, you can email the show at sycamorepodcast at hotmail.com. You can also call us at 206-666-3846. we got to get out of here, so... Um, if you haven't already, people, check out the Sick and Wrong forum. You know, there's a lot of action going on there right now. There's over 3,000 people on there. And I know Die Hard was saying he's going to do like some kind of crazy special 3,000 people celebration. But if you think about it, though, Wackerly, 3,000 members is significant. Yeah. There's a lot of forum action going on. In and of itself, it's a celebration. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of hot forum action going on. But no, we have a lot of posters. Mm-hmm. I mean, at any given time, there's quite a few people on there. Are we going to do favorite post of the week? No, I don't want to get to that. But one thing I want to say is people, especially you new people, a lot of lurkers out there, grow a sack. Like, have a thick skin. If you come on there and you introduce yourself and people start ragging on you, don't just never go and never post again. Fuck these people. And seriously, <laughs> think about them. It's just like you got this fat troglodyte living in his mom's basement with man tits right. saying, you know, show me your tits or get the fuck out. Don't be offended and run away with your, you know, dick tucked in between your legs. I mean, it's like there's no reason to do that. Yeah, just go get a picture of tits from the internet, anybody, any random picture, and say, here they are. Or whatever. this, Or just be like, show me a picture of your sack. It's like, you know, you're in the sick and wrong form. You listen to the sick and wrong, the podcast. It's like you need to develop a scrotum. <laughs> you do. If you're going to be. You're, what if you're a female? Okay. Well, I'm figured. Like a figurative scrotum. <laughs> a figurative scrotum. That's what I'm saying. An e scrotum. An e scrotum. Okay. If you're going to be on right. the sick and wrong sure. podcast. Sure. Got it. But go check it out. There's a lot of stuff on there right now that's really cracked me up. I was on there for about two hours today, and I was uh, enjoying myself needlessly. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Also, thank you for subscribing to the show on iTunes and giving us so many comments. We've got over 200 200 comments, 300 ratings. Um, Mm. I know we're in like the top. We were in the top 20 for a little bit. I think we slipped to the top 30. We slip up and down every day. Yeah, it goes up and down. I wonder how much iTunes really loves us. But no, seriously though, people, 
Most new listeners find out about the show through iTunes. They go on there. They're like, oh, wow, look at that guy. There's elephants shitting on this dude. You know, that looks like a show I might enjoy. Yeah. I don't know what that says about them or their children. <laughs> but seriously, it's like, you know, um, help us out with iTunes. Subscribe. Give us some comments. Helps us out. Also, if you want to order a Sick and Wrong t-shirt, we only have a few mediums and some smalls left. I've de- designed the new Sick and Wrong t-shirt design. It's kind of a surprise. And I know we had our competition. Right. I straight... And this was an entry, right? Well, it was suggested by an entry, and it's been modified. It's been modified. It's a great-looking design. It's coming out. We're going to be doing this probably the next couple weeks. So right now, we have a couple mediums and smalls left of the original T-shirt design. If you want a new one, order one. We'll put it on um, Layaway. <laughs> so, uh, the, and plus, I'm planning on doing the launch of the new Sigaron Cafe Press store. Yeah. It should be pretty cool. Right. I got a couple new things. I can't wait be, to see that. Oh, uh, dude. <laughs> you should see the Lance Wackley mug I designed. Oh, it's great. Incredible. It's great. Finally here, the sick and wrong song of the week was sent in by Neil. He says, gentlemen, stuck for ideas regarding the outro tune for the latest podcast? Thought so. You know, whenever I need a jaunty sing-along melody with just the right amount of tastelessness and impropriety, I turn to my favorite early 90s, North London crusty punk band, Creaming Jesus. It's great I've name. heard of them. You know, I've heard of them too, but I never really knew them. No, I don't think they've toured America much or anything. Right? No, you know, I don't think they ever come over here. He no. says, sadly, no longer with us. Creaming Jesus had the uncanny ability to cut right to the heart of the matter, distilling a subject to its simplest, most offensive ingredient. So he included a song here called Crazy Little Thing Called Love, and it's not the Stray Cats cover, but it's a pretty good song. And um, uh, he says... They talk a lot about Todgers, which is schoolboy slang for penis, on par with Willie as a swear word, and manky means disgustingly dirty and smelly, particularly associated with the effects of an untreated STD or poor genital hygiene. Mm, okay. Anyway, I hope you enjoy them. Keep up the hallowed work, you freaks. Neil. So thank you, Neil, for sending in that Creamy Jesus song. We're in the show with Crazy Little Thing Called Love. People will be back next week with episode 192. Till then... Take a sleep.